Aloha, I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. Now today we are going to be talking about not just what happens as we get older. A lot of people fear getting older, fear aging, but we're going to talk about how we can do a really good job to take care of our seniors. Today I'm joined by Colin Hayashida. He's an affiliate of the graduate faculty in the sociology department at University of Hawaii at Manoa. And we're going to be talking a little bit today about what our current situation is for caregivers here in the islands and what are some of the ways that we can support one another, but also ways that we can support people as they go through the process of getting older. He is also involved with the elder care program at St. Francis Healthcare System, and there are some wonderful opportunities to learn about all different types of things. We're going to be talking about long-term care options, benefits of Social Security, knowing what to do if you want to get an encore career. St. Francis has really put a lot of time and effort into educating the public about this whole process of getting older and healthy aging. And we're going to talk a little bit about some new things that are coming up in the legislature and how we can support those as well as we really try and figure out a way to help take care of some of our seniors because we're all going to get there someday. So thank you for joining me today, Colin. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Kozak. Now, a lot of people think about the negative aspects of getting older. What are some of the wonderful things that you see that happen all around you every day with people who have this positive sense of getting older, being able to contribute to society, and still feeling like they're an asset to the community? Let's start off with some happy stories. Well, you know, I think, first of all, we need to realize that we're in a new period in human history. Uh, you know, our grandparents uh, perhaps may have retired when they were 65, live a couple years, and they passed away. And so it made sense for them to perhaps uh, just, you know, uh, relax and uh, not do much. Now, we are in a period, because of this longevity, you know, dividend, we've got 20 to 30 bonus years. It's almost like an additional one-third of our lives. Uh, and, and so there's, there's great opportunities uh, during this period, this encore career period, our second act, so to speak, to rethink our, our personal identities. Uh, who am I without my job title? Uh, what you know? What can I do that uh, uh, will will matter? Uh, how can I be useful? And there's there's all sorts of opportunities out there, and and uh, people are sort of just um, are searching. And I think that this is a wonderful opportunity for people. So rather than assuming that you'll be in a care facility, we should really be looking at these years after someone decides to maybe retire from their primary job as a huge opportunity to maybe pursue interests and things that they enjoy, but find another way to give back to the community. Absolutely. I think, um, uh, no, we, we, we shouldn't, you know, we, we used to think about, uh, let's say, our first age as being 1 to 20, 0 to 20 when we were children and we're just learning, and uh, and uh, maybe 20 to 60 when we are working and, you know, mature and uh, raising a family. And then thereafter, thinking about 
a nursing home. Well, this is no longer the case. We have uh, uh, a dividend, uh, you know, a longevity dividend, and this is a wonderful period for us to really begin exploring ways in which we can um, creatively find ways of um, finding purpose, uh, keeping ourselves physically fit, mentally fit, you know, nutritionally fit, um, uh, and, and finding purpose beyond ourselves for the community. What are some common second acts that you hear about people doing? What are some of the common encore careers? I mean, I hear folks who see me and they say, I'm going to retire. I often hear, I want to take a year off. I want to travel. I want to do things. And then after that, people kind of say, well, what's next? And so I see some people who pick up gardening, maybe pick up volunteer work. What are some of the things that you see folks doing as their encore career? You know, there's there's such a huge variety. I think part of it is people need to do a kind of um, 50,000-mile checkup, right? We do that for our cars. And in, in terms of a life review, where have I gone? You know, where have I traveled? What, what have been some of the bumps on the road? And then... And and thinking think about some of your own personal gifts. What, you know, what is my passion as, as well as what are my gifts? And everybody has gifts uh, that they can offer. And you know, and, and ask questions about you know what is it that the world needs uh, in, in terms of what I can provide. And and I think through that process you can find your life work. Um, there 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 are uh, just a, a whole variety. You know, for some people during a certain period of their time uh, of their lives uh, after they retire, perhaps they will be spending time with family caregiving and that becomes perhaps one of their purposes right uh, so but this is not going to be lasting forever but but this may be one of the things that they'd like to make certain that they have time to be able to do well um, there's other people that have um, I, I remember meeting this one gentleman over at the university who uh, had had uh, been a professor in history, and he had written 15 books, 15 wow. books, and he was 95 uh, and was getting quite frail and had fallen several times, but he, he was very careful uh, living with his son about making certain that he didn't fall again. But he's, he told me, Cullen, I've got three more books i got to write, you know, and, and, it, and, and it's in a sense in, in, uh, uh, connected to his previous career, but it's, it's a passion that he has. He's got to somehow leave something for the next generation. Um, and we, I think we will all find something that we find that we, we can provide and we can give. So let's talk a little bit about that caregiving aspect because often people as they get into their ages of you know 40s or 50s or 60s they find that they might be taking care of elderly parents they might also be taking care of kids or grandkids they're kind of in this sandwich situation where they kind of have everybody else that they're taking care of what can we do or what are we doing to help some of our seniors who might need that extra care. So there's some that may not and are going to pick these wonderful hobbies and activities that they can do after they finish their primary job and decide to retire from that. What are some of the things that we can do to help support some of the folks who need it? You mentioned caregiving. A lot of people may retire early to take care of an elderly parent. Right. Um, Caregiving is becoming something that – 
is affecting all of us. Uh, it's it's so it's not just the person that is receiving the care, but the entire family, of course, and and oftentimes it involves more than just one person. Um, I recall for myself, for example, when my father was still alive, and you know he passed away at about ninety five, but um, uh, there were uh, three of my sisters and I uh, taking care of him. He he had um, macular degeneration, so you know limited uh, eyesight, and for a while he was living at his uh, at his own apartment. But eventually, we needed to take care of him, and so. Uh, one of my sisters took care of him for one week, and I would take care of him for another week. And, and the poor guy had to live out of a suitcase. But he was okay with that because this was a way for him to meet all of the grandkids, you know. But um, it, 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 it takes – it just requires um, – for us, it was, it was something that we could do because we there were, there were enough of, uh, of us, brothers and sisters, right? Uh, for others, though, with nowadays, we find families becoming smaller. Uh, my daughter, for example, she, I, I've got only one child, and and pressure, pressure is on. The pressure is on. She will have four parents, four yeah. parents. You know, yeah. you know her mother and father, and you know mother-in-law, father-in-law, just herself. So, so yes, uh, for this next generation, there's going to be a great deal of pressure placed on them, and everybody is becoming familiar with what caregiving is all about. All right, we're going to talk more about some of the community resources that might be out there to help folks who are in this situation where they're becoming a caregiver or someone who realizes they may need some care. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. I'm here with Colin Hayashida, Elder Care Program Advisor and Sociology Professor. He's working with St. Francis and also with the University of Hawaii. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. Support for The Body Show comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Shamanad University, Inter-Island Solar Supply, and Hastings and Pleadwell, a communication company. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here with Colin Hayashida. He's really helping to to transform my thoughts on what it might be like getting older, but also helping to shepherd other folks who are looking at this second act in their lives and helping them also to find some of the resources that they may need if they're in a situation where they're becoming a caregiver or maybe there's someone who needs care. Now, we talked a little bit about people who are searching for this second act, this encore episode of their lives and lots of different options available People eventually travel the world and then often come back home and realize there's no place like home. Finding what you want to do, finding a way to give back. These are all important things that everyone in society wants to. They all, we, we get so much a benefit ourselves from helping others. So there's this natural innate tendency to want to do that. And caregiving kind of follows along with that. Now, there's a huge, a huge number of seniors here in the islands and there are some services available that people may not be aware of that they can tap into if their loved one or they themselves need care. What are some of those services? Well, we've got all kinds of services that are available, um, some that are covered through uh, through uh, Medicare, some health insurer and Medicare and Medicaid uh, uh, for those that are impoverished. Uh, we've got adult daycare services, for example, home care service, and, and there may be uh, pro- 
home health care services that uh, requires that uh, you have some medical needs that uh, require some rehabilitation, perhaps, and others that are private, what we call private duty home care services that is more directed towards uh, providing non-medical type services you know, to help you with eating, bathing, dressing, grooming, feeding, that sort of thing. Um, there's a whole variety of uh, uh, other kinds of services, including some electronic services, as as um, as as um, the numbers of older adults uh, living at home grows, and we've got uh, their their uh, adult children taking care of them, uh, working. Uh, there's there's great concerns and worry among the adult children about what will happen to mom and dad when we are away from home, and so with. For example, with uh, personal emergency response systems, medical alert, uh, where you you can say, help, help, I wanted. Uh, th- there's ways in which we can make certain that a small problem doesn't become a medical disaster. So there are things like that around. Um, now, as th- there's a whole variety of services in the to determine exactly what you need, uh, it may be useful to call the City and County of Honolulu's Elderly Affairs Division. And for each county, there's an office on aging, a county office on aging um, that uh, you should uh, uh, search out for uh, you know, on the Internet. And the best way to do that would be to type in www.adrc Hawaii, which is uh, um, Aging and Disability Resource Center. And um, you'll be able to identify uh, your uh, center, uh, your office on aging in your county uh, that can provide you with information. And there are two types of information that's provided. One is on the website, a whole variety of different kinds of services that are uh, are available, and they can tell you what those are, uh, where to call, what their number is, what their website is. So that's one type of information. It's like a directory. The second is there are people at the Office on Aging for each county that are uh, providing um, mini-assessments to determine what your needs are. So it's a short uh, mini-assessment over the phone. And then based upon that, they will dispatch uh, somebody that will come over to your home to do a more full-on assessment. That assessment then will determine what kinds of services that are recommended for you, some which are paid, uh, and covered through insurance and others that you would have to pay for, um, uh, you know, privately. And then part of it that is covered through what we call kupuna care, uh, covered through um, state uh, state services, state government. So there's a variety of things like that's available. So the ADRC Hawaii um, source, I think, is an important one to keep in mind. So we looked this up earlier and just to see what kind of things are available. And, you know, one of the things that always impresses me is that there's a lot of things out there that most people may not know about. You know, if you look at this whole entire website, looking at, you know, Family Caregiver Alliance, looking at the City and County Elderly Affairs Division, there's a lot of different options out there. There's sometimes people need things like chores. They need someone to help them get meals. They may need transportation to and from places. You know, this is this is a resource that I think a lot of people don't take advantage of because they don't know about it. But for those, once they know, 
This is one of those things where it may take a little while to get plugged in to the service, and it may not last forever. This may be just a stopgap between what your needs are now and when you can get something arranged that's a little bit more on a permanent basis. Right, right. And, you know, many of these services are not medical services, so we should not necessarily think about long-term caring type services as all medical. This chore service, for example, or somebody that can come in and help you even change the light bulb mm. uh, and that can that can prevent a fall if you if you had it uh, done by somebody that knows how to do this and who is still you know able so so there are there's people out there that can provide help and by making this call um, you know an assessment can be done and you can if if it if the service is needed right away and the family can provide assistance then they can make the call and perhaps um, cover that cost you know And we did get the number. So while we were looking up the website, we did find it's 808-768-7700 or 808-586-0100. So those are two numbers that people can utilize to make a call and find out if there are some services available. You know, what, what I often fear is what I see sometimes is I'll see an elderly patient who comes in and I've seen them for a while and they start to no longer wear the cleanest clothes and maybe they're losing some weight because it's hard for them to get to the grocery store and get food and maybe their children might not live nearby or they're working or they moved to the mainland. So we're seeing that some of the seniors may not self-identify as needing help, but if you have a neighbor that you notice might need some assistance, you could always hook them up with the services. They may just not know who to call or might be a little embarrassed to ask for the help. But there's other people who you may identify in your in your community, in your living environment or someone that you might know that you see that really could benefit from some of these services that, honestly, it's it's just human care. It's basic needs. Right, right. That we want to try and meet for people who obviously have some level of the of an inability to get that for themselves. That's right. And, you know, if, if you do notice that uh, someone in your community or your family uh, does uh, not get out as often, is spending all of their time in at home, perhaps in their pajamas, and not uh, putting on their makeup, for example— those are signs, perhaps, that um, they may need additional attention. Uh, loneliness is uh, is very corrosive to your health. Right? Someone had once told me that uh, perhaps it's almost equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day, yep. and it can create all kinds of problems with boredom and depression. depression you and got then, it. then you lose your appetite, and you know, forget that you need to take your medications, and so it it spirals. We've got to be able to provide help for our loved ones who have given so much to Hawaii. And that's really the key, is that this isn't just doing something for someone who could do it for themselves or their kids should pick up the slack or somebody else should take care of them. This is really acknowledging that we are all getting older. We are all someday may have needs like this. And it would be great to make sure that someone could help identify these needs and help provide it for us. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You're listening to The Body Show. When we come back, I'm going to continue my discussion with Colin Hayashida, and we're going to talk some more about educational classes that are coming up that have a variety of topics that could be of interest 
to pretty much, I'm interested, and I bet to a lot of other folks, that St. Francis is putting on and things we can all learn about how to manage life as we get older. We'll be right back after this quick break. Support for The Body Show comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors Bush Consulting, Sacred Hearts Academy, and Urgent Care Hawaii. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, here with Colin Hayashida. He is the Elder Care Program Advisor for St. Francis Healthcare System of Hawaii, and they have some great classes upcoming this very month that are really educational. I mean, I want to go, and and I'm not yet getting, well, I'm getting older. I'm not yet at senior status, but some of the topics sound really exciting and actually very informative. What are some of the things people could learn? Because this is an ongoing series that, that, that of education classes that St. Francis puts on, right? Absolutely. This is, uh, we've got uh, uh, programs that will go on on a monthly basis throughout the year. Uh, so for the month of February, just as an example, uh, in uh, on, on February the 10th, there's one on on. Financial issues and issues having to do with trust, uh, estate, uh, living will, durable power of attorney. Uh, these are important questions that, um, or, or information and, uh, and things that we ought to know about in order to um, make certain that um, uh, we're prepared. Uh, there's also another class two days later. Uh, on February 12th on understanding government insurance programs. Yeah, I want to go to that one because I don't <laughs> necessarily understand it. Yeah, so you got Medicare and, you know, supplemental plans, and you've got Medicaid benefits and coverages like that, plus the Kupuna Care program. So, you know, what 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 are those and, you know, what are some of the limitations to each and, you know, what what what's covered and what's not covered? I think those are important things that we ought to know about. Then uh, the following week on February 17th, this is a Saturday morning from 9 to 11, uh, there's a session on understanding Alzheimer's disease and other dementia. This is a growing issue. Yes, it is. And um, the more we understand um, that right now we don't have any cure for it, but for the family to understand the natural progression and what can we do um, to to better ourselves in terms of our ability to care for a person. You know, if a person begins to act out, you know, we, we it, it it it's senseless for us to argue with a person uh that Absolutely. is going through that this type of uh, condition. So so understanding the the, the progression and, and finding out what can we do to make the situation better for everybody, uh this is a good thing. And so that's going to be on February the seventeenth. On um, February 20th, uh, three days later on uh, a Tuesday, uh, we're going to have an, a, a session that has to do with Encore Career. So this is an active aging part. We're not looking at caregiving per se, but we're looking at people that are pre-retirees or active retirees who have um, perhaps gone through one, or one year or two years of decompression after a stressful job now find that they have got an enormous amount of time on their hands and they're asking themselves, who am I now without a job title? And can I find an encore career? How can I continue to remain useful, you know, and matter, right? So so we're, we're having this uh, 
this class on uh, Encore Career and finding your second act. And I think this is so important for us to remain well. If we have, um, this will help us um, have a direction, have a rudder as we ride forward, you know. Otherwise, it's like riding a boat without a rudder. And you never know where you're going. You never know where you're going, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't help, right? Uh, then on the 24th of February, we have a session on protecting seniors from abuse. So elder abuse is an, an issue. And there's all sorts of abuse issues, and um, we will talk about different types of abuse and neglect uh, considerations through the uh, that uh, the Department of Health uh, and Human Services is uh, is uh, um, responsible for in terms of management and and monitoring, and so th- this is something that I think we should all be become familiar with. Then on the 26th, two days later, uh, we have a session on understanding the benefits of Social Security. Another excellent topic that a lot of folks don't realize what's out there. That's right. And and there are questions about, you know, when should you be uh, collecting, you know, and perhaps maybe by, by uh, waiting a little longer, you may be able to get uh, maximize your benefits. And so there, there, there's a lot of imp- uh, important information that uh, will be shared at that time. Um, then um, on the 28th of February, again, this is, uh, this is on a Wednesday, understanding long-term care options. I want to go to all of these classes. And lo- long-term care options, uh, you know, suggest that, you know, we've got nursing homes, we've got adult daycare, we've got home care type services, and a whole variety of different types of things in between, assisted living, you know, and independent living type facilities. Uh, and then, of course, you know, for those that are living alone in huge homes and there's a lot of clutter, we've got to think about downsizing and Although we don't want to necessarily move it, it's necessary for us to begin thinking about um, perhaps looking at options out there, housing options. So this is a good opportunity for us to understand what the landscape is and then give us time to begin planning and thinking ahead. So these are courses that we'll have just for the month of February. Wow. With that kind of an itinerary, I mean, honestly, I think that could be the classes for every month and there's still something people could learn because there's a lot of misconceptions about long-term care insurance. What does it cover? What doesn't it? What are some of the options on how to utilize those benefits? When does it kick in? Does it cover for certain home services or assisted living? And there's, there's a lot of folks who might have policies that they don't know could now help them with even staying in their own home. Right, correct. So lots of great information. And who knows everything about Medicare? No one that I know of, hopefully your speaker, because this is a whole other area where there's a lot of information out there. And it's honestly, it's so confusing. And I feel bad because here we are with people who are seniors and we're telling them, you have to understand applying for Medicare and the Medicare system. I don't even understand it. So it really adds that extra level of stress. So understanding where you're at, and also learning a little bit about where you want to go. Ideal. These are great topics that I think are absolutely on target. From your I, from your knowledge of what goes on with the topics in February, what do you think is up and coming for March? Do you have any idea what other things they're going to cover? Oh, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I do know that uh, uh, 
plans have been pretty much set aside for the entire year up until December. Uh, but uh, I don't have the March schedule. I certainly uh, would recommend that those that are interested go to the St. Francis Hawaii uh, website. So it's stfrancishawaii.org website and look for the section that has to do with uh, family caregiving. And they, they, uh, it should be posted there. Well, and I can just imagine if the topics are anything like February, it's going to be a fantastic education for folks. You know, a lot of what we've talked about today has really helped to put in perspective. If you have needs and you're getting older, if you have loved ones and they're getting older, what are some of the options and what can you do to help yourself and those around you? So I really want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us today. Thank you very much for having me. If you'd like to hear the show again, you can click on hawaiipublicradio.org, follow the links to The Body Show. You can also find us on the HPR app. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. We'll see you next week right here every Monday on The Body Show. We'll see you then. Music.